Welcome to the third sneak peek in our 2022 seminar series, Participatory Approaches to Health Research, the Art and Science of Effective Partnership. Community participation in research is now a defining principle guiding research methodology. Including those most impacted by the issue, illness or injury provides collaborative benefits enriching the findings and translation of research. We are joined today by Professor Mai Krishnasamy, Director of the Academic Unit at the Peter McCallum Cancer Centre, Honorary Chair in Cancer Nursing at the University of Melbourne, Research and Education Lead for Nursing for the Victorian Comprehensive Cancer Centre Alliance, and past president of the Clinical Oncology Society of Australia. In this podcast, Professor Mai Krishnasamy gives us a sneak peek into the upcoming August 10 webinar, Influencing Cancer Policy and Practice Through Co-Design. We begin by asking, what will you be talking about in the webinar? Thanks, Bronwyn. So the presentation really is talking about a series of projects that started with a large co-design study with approximately about 300 Victorians to address an inequity of access to cancer supportive care for people. So despite over a decade of investment at policy level and at hospital level to try and ensure that people who have a diagnosis of cancer have an opportunity to have their supportive care needs screened, and I'll talk about what that means in a moment. Actually, what we still see is considerable variation in opportunity to address those needs. So when we talk about supportive care needs, what we mean are physical needs, functional needs, informational needs, emotional needs, psychological needs, spiritual needs. So the things that people need addressed, and the really important part and what really led to the work was there is an underlying ethical component. People should have the same opportunity for access to care. When people don't have timely access to supportive care, not only is their experience of care worse, it actually has health outcome implications. It has implications on health-related quality of life, and it has substantial implications for efficiency of care. So I'm going to be talking about a programme of work that started with conversations with members of the Victorian community from patients, carers, healthcare professionals in acute and community areas, people in not-for-profit and policy groups and, say, and said to them, tell me about what the entrenched problems are here. Why can we not get this right? What are the approaches that we could take? What might be some of the solutions we can co-produce together? And then moving from that conversation to actually resources that were co-produced through to the impact, if you like, of what happened to once those resources were developed and how they not only are now leading practice change, but how those resources are also being built into large national competitive grants, but also importantly, how those resources have been built into policy as part of the Victorian Cancer Action Plan. So that's going to be it in a nutshell. You've somewhat preempted my next question. Why is this so important? Why is this important? So we know from patients' perspectives and we know from published evidence that despite having an opportunity to have your supportive care needs screened, that didn't necessarily then translate into actually having those needs met comprehensively or effectively or in a way that actually made people feel that they were well informed about their diagnosis, about the treatment they were having 
and actually really importantly about things that they could do to keep themselves well. And actually that is one of the top 10 unmet supportive care needs. And when we overlook addressing people's supportive care needs, what we do is we rob the opportunity to be able to do what they can do for themselves to keep themselves well, to help them have the best outcomes possible. But actually the flip side of that is global nursing workforce shortage, also a global shortage of medics. We don't know what the global workforce shortage is around allied health. That's something that is not as well known and understood. But we know from a nursing and a medical point of view, we are in dire straits. So there is a system imperative for us to make sure that people can look after themselves well, to direct our scarce resources to those people who have the least capacity to look after themselves, and therefore are at very high risk of mitigable poorer outcomes. So there's, a, you know, there are a number of reasons for why this is important. Um, it was really interesting to hear the patients in our co-design study talking about supportive care as a human right. And so it is incredibly important. Um, and there's one other thing, Bronwyn, I think if, I'm, if I can talk to that came through the co-design that was really important, was the realisation of not-for-profit agencies going, hello, uh, look at us, you know, lots of cancer organizations, Leukemia Foundation, Myeloma Australia, Pancreatic Foundations, all of these groups who are out there, many of which have specialist cancer nurses working in them going, we could help, we could be part of the system solution, you're not engaging with us. So, you know, there is an opportunity here for us to look at a truly system level response. And that's some of the stuff that I'll be talking about. You've talked about systems and multidisciplinary teams. Who should attend this webinar? We can't solve the problem with a unidisciplinary perspective. There are too many needs, too many patients, and a huge competing array of demands on nurses' time to assume that we can meet all needs for all patients. And actually, neither should we. I absolutely don't have the expertise of a social worker, a physiotherapist, an occupational therapist, a speech pathologist, or my medical colleagues with late and long-term effects, whether they're cardiac effects or whatever it may be. But what I do have is an incredible expertise to have that conversation with patients. What is it that matters to you? What is it that is hampering your ability to be as well as you can be? What are the things that are concerning you? And how can we work together to get you to the right services and the right people who can help you live as well as possible for as long as possible? And so the talk really is relevant to the multidisciplinary team, whether you're in cancer or across many other avenues, because of course, the reality is, as we all see, people rarely come to us with one problem. So the ability to have a conversation about screening for supportive care needs is relevant to all of us, because while we might be focused on somebody's cancer, what may actually hinder their well-being, their sense of quality of life, is not the cancer. It may be something else. And we may need to be aware of that. And we need to be aware that we might be, need to be referring people to services that are not obviously within our domain. Um, you know, we need to start thinking about ourselves not as a closed shop, but actually um, as an enormity of a system that we can um, direct people to the services that they need. So I would hope that it would be something that would be of interest and of relevance to absolutely multidisciplinary cancer clinicians, but also way beyond um, the, just that subspecialty. Is there anything else you'll be touching on during the webinar? 
for me, one of the things that this programme of work in Cancer Supportive Care has taught me is that as nurses, we have the potential to influence at the individual level, at the cohort level, so whether the people with lung cancer, brain cancer, whatever it may be, at the organisational level, how do we think about how we contribute to working well in a supportive care capacity to help our colleagues across the system, to help the efficiency of our organisation? but actually to never forget that that insight and that capacity to understand from the patient's perspective, the complexity and the enormity of things that they need to be aware of, that that is critical for policy planning. And as nurses, we need to understand and appreciate and promote our capacity and our importance to be at the policy table. We have a practice voice, absolutely. We have an enormous educational voice, we have a research voice, but I think we are untapped in our potential at that policy level. So that is something else I really want to explore. We thank my Krishnasamy for her time today and look forward to her Wednesday webinar, August 10, 2022, from 6pm to 7pm, Influencing Cancer Policy and Practice Through Co-Design. This online webinar considers the potential for co-design methodology to influence cancer care and policy and demonstrate how co-design can address critical elements of value-based care. To find out more about the presentation or to register, go to the University of Melbourne Nursing Events Series 2022. We look forward to seeing you then. Until next time.